3: Boogie well, hates racism and Chris Paul. And who
1: cannot get on board with that platform?
3: If I've learned a lot, this I, I'm not gonna say it.
1: That sounds too good. No, it's good, roll. No, 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 no,
3: no, no, no. <laughs> if
1: the Bucks do win it all, Pat Connaughton's numbers should be in the rafters. Hey there, welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast. Probably a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and the Eurostep Podcast Network. I am here as always with my sad co-host. Rohan Kadi. And Rohan, I'll tell you why you're sad. I know why I'm sad. Why are you sad?
3: Because not everyone who's listening to this is subscribed on their podcast platform of choice. They're not all subscribed to the Substack, the YouTube Mm. channel. They're Mm. not following Eurostep Podcast on Twitter, GSPN Hub on Twitter, Winning Six Pod on Twitter.
1: It's true. We don't have 10 billion followers and subscribers, so that's true. They're not not leaving
3: five-star ratings on Apple and Spotify. Yep. Not all of them. We know a lot of you are, but we also know a lot of you're not. So if you want to make me happier, do all the things I just said. But why else am I sad, Todd?
1: You're sad because the hometown Green Bay Packers lost over the weekend, devastatingly, uh, in the NFC Divisional Round. And we're not here to hopefully make people relive that for too long, but we are here to say earnestly, without judgment, or any – we're not talking down on anyone. Welcome to the Bucs season because we understand, truthfully, a lot of people don't get into the Bucks until people say Christmas is the unofficial start of the NBA season. And then that coupled with the Packers, you know, getting the one seed, Rodgers probably getting a second MVP. That is the end of Aaron Rodgers' talk on this podcast.
3: Um, so he already has two.
1: Yeah, get it. I said getting it. Did I say a second or another one? Yeah, it's says second. Oh, another one. He's probably yeah. gonna win. Um, but it's it was a very exciting time, and there just wasn't that much time to watch the Bucks, and we get that. We actually really do. Although we are obsessed with the Bucks, we understand not everyone is. So we are sad about the Packers. We were hoping to not have to do this podcast until post whenever the Super Bowl is, but we are going to do it now and welcome you back into the fold because hey. Although they've had some games where the two-way guys play a lot and Langston Galloway, and we'll we'll cover all that. We're we're gonna recap you on what you've missed and welcome you into the fold. The Bucks are still very good. They're still gonna have a good shot to win another championship. It's a fun time. Yeah, the Giannis guy is still around. It's great. So welcome. Welcome to Wisconsin's team.
3: Yeah. I think that's a good good way. I mean Again, the Packers, who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> so this is a uh, Wisconsin team. And you know why it's Wisconsin's team? They just came off a title win tie. I don't know if you yeah. know that. I don't know if you know that. But they, they're the reigning NBA champions. And uh, in their first game of the season, first game of the season, they went up against presumptive title favorites in the Brooklyn Nets. And what, what happened, Tom?
1: They blew them out despite having like six players out for that game.
3: They did, but however, it was, it was a sad game because it is the one game that Brooke Lopez has played so far this season, and that's where a lot of this Buck season really stems from. A lot of the stuff that we're going to get into uh, in terms of scheme, in terms of personnel, what's going, what, what is everyone doing, it all stems from Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez is the anchor of a team that prides itself on defense, and he is the anchor of that defense. And without him, they, he only played the one game, they have had to change things up. They've had to adapt to new personnel, adapt to new schemes. It's just a lot of this, like I just said, stems from Brooke Lopez's injury. He had back surgery uh, a while ago, a meltdown ago from me talking about injuries and stuff, whatever. Just,
1: just I think tell more, more than one this. meltdown.
3: I've had, I've had many, a meltdown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I've been told it's good content, so I'm not going to change. <laughs> uh, but a lot of this stems from Brooke Lopez. So, Ty, Ty, what is your first impression, or for, not necessarily first impression, first takeaway of Brooke Lopez being out for the season so far?
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's – you mentioned schemes. I think if you're used to the Milwaukee Bucks playing a certain way on defense, namely drop coverage, things are going to look a little alien to you if you're picking up the team or haven't watched them much this year because they don't run it all that often anymore. I mean, the Bucks basically have become a switch-first – play a lot of zone defense. They're trapping a lot of pick and rolls. So I wouldn't the, even say they're a base switch team. What are they? I'd say, ba- I'd say they're a base hedge. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, hedge, switch. They're not uh, anything but drop, basically, because as we yelled about a lot last year, Bobby Portis just not real good at dropping. So they're having him either switch or trap or hedge. So basically, their bigs are doing the opposite of what they used to do in pick and roll coverage. We're used to Brooke Lopez backing up and walling off the rim. Now, most of the time you're seeing Bobby Portis go the other direction up to try and cut off the ball handler. That way there's a lot more switching and moving on the back end to stop the big guy from just getting directly to the rim. Things and I think that's a lot the, different. I think that's the
3: the base of what's different really here is the bucks are being more aggressive on the defensive end because they have to, because they yeah. don't have Brooke Lopez backing them up you're going to see if you're just running a pick and roll, let's just say top of the key pick and roll. And it's drew and Bobby who are guarding drew is going to come to the guard. Bobby is going to come up to the guard as well. You're going to force a pass to the wing in which time Bobby has a chance to go recover to the big, who is going to the paint. You'll have someone from either corner, probably the weak side corner tag the roller so that there's enough time for Bobby to get back. So basically there's just a lot and a lot of more backside movement for this bucks defense. You're seeing more and more of rotations, like guys getting into rotation because previously, like we were talking about with the drop defense, there was just a lot of two on two pick and rolls. Everyone's going to stay on their guy unless you're helping one pass away and just absolutely infuriating mm-hmm. us
1: <laughs> to no and end. PJ Tucker.
3: <laughs> yes. And, P- and PJ Tucker, <laughs> but, uh, it's just primarily two-on-two. you got your two pick-and-roll defenders trying to guard the two uh, guys who are picking and rolling. Like You're just not going to get into any back-end rotation. Now you're seeing a lot of back-end rotation. So this is a new scheme that the Bucs are really having to adapt to, and it's its, it's had its shortcoming. It really has. You're seeing a lot of guys get out of position more. You're seeing some guys get open more often than they probably should. You're seeing some miscommunications. And like you mentioned earlier, This team is not stagnant in terms of their scheme. They're mixing in a lot of different stuff. They'll switch a lot of the time. They'll go into a zone defense like every game at this point. Yeah, It's just – there's a lot and a lot of new pieces.
1: Yeah, and I think they're they're just smaller overall on both ends because of the Lopez injury. Now Bobby Portis is starting next to Giannis when the team is – you kind of just have to say quote-unquote healthy. I mean they – at no point this season have had their five regular starters from the last regular season and first round of the playoffs. Dante did come back. Dante does exist. Actually looked quite good in his last game against the Kings. Um, and that was the Bucks' last game, too. This is a great time to get reintegrated to the team or just to reflect on the first part of the season, if you've been watching and, and listening to us all year, because they're off until Wednesday. We record Monday night. This will probably drop Tuesday there's a whole nother day off. It's really weird. Partially uh, an effect of Milwaukee playing more games than anybody else. The Bucks are playing their 50th game on Wednesday. No other team, I think, is even at 49. Maybe one other team, but there's teams who have played like 45 games so far. As we record, I think more will probably get to 49 after Monday night's slate. But uh, not very many, that's for sure. Um, but they're smaller. Um, they don't have a true backup center. Outside of 54th overall pick Sandro Mamukelashvili, who is on a two-way contract and has logged not nearly as many, but lately has been playing with the herd as much or more than he has with the Bucks. Um, so they're they're tiny. I think that plays into needing the zone as well. You know, Giannis missed Saturday's game. Mamu played a decent amount of minutes. It's like Bobby or otherwise you're small. And they basically had There was line-ups. a lineup
3: in the Kings game where yeah. Pat was the five. Yeah, was Pat, like Pat was playing Pat, center.
1: Jordan, Wara, and Chris Middleton were like the big guys, some combination of them. It's really Pat. I mean, power forward Pat out here. But yeah, Jordan uh, was
3: technically the biggest guy out of those bunch, but Pat's the one playing down low.
1: Yeah, which really shows you how small they are in some of these nights and some of these lineups.
3: Yeah, and I think that's a lot of what's different about this team. Like you mentioned, it's just they're a lot smaller. You don't have guys like P.J. Tucker around. You don't have guys like who else? Who else? Who was – I don't know. Robin was two years ago. Jimmy usually oh. didn't work out.
1: He he's didn't still work here, out. unfortunately. I forget that sometimes. You know? I totally did. Big Rod played. Rodney Hood is on the team. He He honestly, like – he's got, like, the most encouraging play you can see for a guy who scores, like – less than 4 points a game. It's been pretty solid recently, but not that solid. No, not that solid. That's why it's
3: like we'll get into this later, but what's what to look at going forward, but maybe yeah. maybe some roster shakeup is needed because the Bucks are really small. And that's going away from what won them the title last year, which was just smothering teams with their size. We coined the we coined the phrase weaponize your size in gotcha. relation to this Bucks team last year because like there was Giannis, Bobby, Brooke, PJ. I know PJ's not a big guy per se. He's like 6'5 or something, or 6'4. But uh, like he's basically a power forward or a center. Uh, but they were just a big team who would just overpower you. Now it's, now it's Giannis and Bobby, and that's it.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, it, that is certainly the case. One guy I want to shout out who plays bigger than his size, like Pat, A new addition to the team is Wesley Matthews, who unfortunately seemed to, I think it's listed as a knee injury. It doesn't seem like he's going to be out for too long. but
3: He wasn't able to practice as of Monday.
1: So that's not great. Um, But he's been terrific, um, at least until the the injury, which was sustained Saturday night. Um, Really, really good. Has defended pretty much everyone from KD... To LeBron, Steph Curry. Or Steph Curry, yeah, not LeBron, they haven't played the Lakers yet. Um, but Steph, uh, Steph Curry, um, really, really impressive stuff from Wes. He's looks way better on offense than he did the last time he was with the Bucks. So, if you're looking for you know individual positives, I think Wes was hopefully still is one of the brightest. Um, while some new additions like Rodney Hood, Shemmy Ogilet. Have not really worked out at all, but old friend George Hill is back, and he's solid, looking stronger lately. Yeah, he's, you know, pretty good. He tried to he tried to hammer on Vucevic. I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know. I mean, what he, he got he, he got about. absolutely smothered at the yeah. rim, but he tried it. He tried. It. <laughs> that was audacious. Um, we've seen a lot of these new guys. Well, not as much lately, but a lot earlier because there's just been a lot of injuries and COVID protocol hitting the Bucs and every team, in fairness. But the Bucs, for sure, this season, they played 49 games. Only 21 of them have seen the Bucks just have all three of Giannis, Chris, and Drew. So forget all the other injuries, Lopez, Dante, the two biggest ones this year. Less than half of their games, they've had the big three. Um, and I know it, it's... It's not been at the same time either. It's been like here and there, which is maybe good, but also it's really limited the amount of time we've it, seen. It always feels together. like they're down a man. Yeah. I think
3: that's the problem with it. I mean, not right now. Fingers crossed they're all healthy right now.
1: Well, except Brooke. but That's just, the thing. You can't. Well, yeah. Brooke no, I'm talking not, Giannis True, Giannis yeah, Chris, Oh, Drew. those three. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But just when they've been out, like
3: you said, 21 games is the only amount of time they've had them out of these 49 games so far. It's just been like, okay, Giannis and Chris are here, no Drew. Okay, Drew and Chris are here, no Giannis. Giannis and Drew are here, no Chris. I think that's all the combinations. Uh, but uh, it's just, there's, it always feels like, oh, if they had this guy, if they had this guy, like, yeah, just they just, it honestly might have been better if they were just all out at the same time, yeah. <laughs> like, just get it, just like have the. Have the wound open and then seal it up. Is that? Is, am I making up a phrase? On this I, spot?
1: I'll leave the medical stuff to you. Um, I, that that does not sound like a phrase, though.
3: No, it doesn't. I try. I try to think of one. It didn't work. But it's, <laughs> but it just always felt like they were down a guy. Like yeah, oh, they're missing Chris's production here, and it's it's hard to take stuff away from that because yeah. it's like this team at its peak, it's it's only going to reach its peak if Giannis, Chris, and Drew are on the court. Because at the end of the day. I mean, it's not all that matters because you need your axillary pieces to play well, play really well to win a title. But they're only going to go as far as these three take it.
1: Yeah, no, 100%. And I think that number is even deceptively big. Like the last two or three games, Drew Holiday has come off the bench. Or did he for the Kings game? He started the Kings game. So It was his two, first start. Back. The two games before that, he was coming off the bench from his latest uh, heel injury ankle, or ankle, ankle injury. Um, he had one earlier this season too, and I think he started faster that one, but still it took him a few games to kind of get back to looking like himself. And then he put up an awesome all-star case, but then unfortunately got hurt again. So we'll see how the all-star team actually goes. But, you know, certainly less than 20 games where all three of those guys start and even smaller than that, where they're all a hundred percent. I mean, Chris time with COVID, Giannis missed time with COVID. There can be, you know, a couple of game recovery process from that. And I think one of these games too was it drew who left pretty early in a game where all three of them played that was early in the I season believe so yeah so you know like what 15 games maybe where they're all like actually fully healthy and and in game shape and everything like it, it's been uh fraught to say the least
3: yeah it's just been a it's just been a slog of a regular season so far which is why if you're tuning in right now most of the bad stuff's out of the way. We <laughs> realistically. Hope. We, Ho- we hope. Hopefully fingers crossed, knock on wood, all that. <laughs> yeah. But it seems like all of the trials and tribulations that a team has to go through during the regular season, all was compacted into the first half of the regular season for the Milwaukee bucks. Like as of right now, like I said, Giannis, Chris drew all healthy. The only two players in the injury report are the aforementioned Brooke Lopez. And again, Wesley Matthews. And again, Wesley Matthews does not seem like it's going to be a, a hopefully not a super significant injury. Yeah. He's a, He's also old, so it's like you want to take your time with
1: that. So they listed it as a knee, right? It looked like an ankle knee to me. contusion. Yeah. I thought it was an ankle. Who knows what it actually I was? I think he banged knees. Yeah. he. It, it seemed like they, the hope was he maybe could kind of walk wolf. it off. Yeah. and I think he tried to walk it off. I don't think he asked to go out. There was some outrage from some, myself included, about he wasn't subbed out right away. He played a few possessions. Now I think the Bud's quote after the game was he thought he would just be able to like run it off and be good and he wasn't yeah
3: but Bud also took responsibility yeah. for that and said and, he should have done it. And he, he should have called it sure. down. But, yeah one hundred percent he definitely yeah. should have he got a down stock because
1: yeah the- he did and he, and he earned it but um but it seems like hopefully it's it's not you know certainly not like the worst case right whenever a knee is involved there's some very scary letters I don't think we're there which is good
3: no no but again it's just Wes and it's just brooke on the injury report yeah. right now so going forward for this next uh, month or well wh- however long it is 30 something games whatever I, I i don't know 33 games, games. 33 games <laughs> yes 49 okay but yeah it's just a lot of the bad stuff is behind them hopefully guys can stay healthy they have a lot of Uh, time in between games now because they've played such a front-loaded schedule they haven't had any games postponed so they're going to have a lot of time in the second half of the season it just seems like there's a little bit of smooth sailing ahead and the silver lining for all of this all of this time is that in those 21 games where Chris Drew and Giannis are all healthy they are 18 and three yeah pretty good 18 and three
1: Pretty Pretty good winning percentage, that is.
3: Yeah. One game, as of recording, first game. One game outside of first in the East. So, given all we just said about what's been going wrong, how many guys have been in and out of the lineup, they are still only one game outside of first in the Eastern Conference.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they are. When Chris, Drew, and Giannis play, they're on a solid 70-win pace. Uh winning like 82, 83% of their games uh when those when those three are all active. And again, active. Like not we're not cherry-picking and throwing out games where like Drew doesn't look good or whatever else. That's just all of the games. And I think just to add on to you know how they've looked, they are still, and this is for the whole season, not just when those three play, top ten in offensive, defensive, and net rating, which is typically a shorthand way to determine an elite team. They're eighth in offense seventh in defense, sixth in net. So even with all of the injuries, all the guys in and out for the entire season on the whole, less than half of these games have all three of the big three. They've still been a top tier NBA team. And like you said, Rohan, literally one game out of first, you know, realistically, are they one night out of first? Probably not because technically they're in fourth, the heat nets bulls all ahead of them. But I mean, if those three teams lost and the Bucks won on a given night right now, they would be in first place, or at least tied for it, which is pretty wild um, to think about how the season's gone. They have tiebreakers right now currently over the Nets and Bulls, although they have a lot of Bulls games left. They do not – have three out of the
3: four games with the Bulls left.
1: Are they playing three or four against Miami this year? Oh,
3: against Miami? I think – I'm not sure.
1: So they probably won't have the Heat tiebreaker, because I know they've lost to the Heat twice. Yeah. Um, but but tiebreakers, they beat the Nets twice already. They beat the Bulls once and have more games. But so they're, they're you know, we are at times this year have worried about, like, what's it going to look like if they finish fifth? Because that's where they were at one point. First is still very much in play. And if Christianis Drew can stay healthy and, and on the court together, the evidence so far indicates they'll be closer to first than fifth when all is said and done.
3: Yeah, they, they do not have uh, – they only have one game remaining against the Heat, so they have lost that tiebreaker. But I think this is a oh, good they opportunity. Won a,
1: they won a Heat game, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, I think they could even it up. Oh. Remember, they okay. didn't they drop the Heat in one of those games? Did or did they? they blow it?
3: I know they lost, like, the third game of the season or the second game of the season.
1: They got trounced the third game of the season. I thought they actually beat the Miami Heat once. They did. They're one and two against oh, Miami. Okay.
3: So they can even it up then. Okay.
1: Yeah. This was the game um, Pat Cotten put up 23 and outscored everyone on the heat. Oh, okay. oh no. Max okay. Drew said 25, but, uh, oh, whatever. but Pat Cotten beat Kyle Lowry and PJ Tucker like by himself basically.
3: Okay. But I think this is a good opportunity to talk about what is standing in between the bucks and another NBA title. So like who are their competitors this season? So, we just mentioned a bunch of teams who are jockeying for positioning with them in the Brooklyn Nets, Miami Heat, and Chicago Bulls. Those three plus Milwaukee and the Cleveland Cavaliers make up the top five in the Eastern Conference right now. Uh, I think we're not going to, we're not trying to discount the Cavaliers or anything, but I think we're going to put them a tier below.
1: It's not time yet.
3: It's not, yeah, it's definitely not time yet. They're still really good. They're still really good. Um, But uh, they're a tier below for right now. So, let's focus on the top four in terms of our tier in the East, that is Brooklyn, Chicago, Miami, and Milwaukee. And I think coming into the season, people just penciled in, us included, Milwaukee and Brooklyn as the top tier in the Eastern Conference. And those would be the only two teams that realistically have a shot of winning the Eastern Conference come playoff time. While that still might be the case, I think Miami and Chicago have put together a regular season so far that is thus, that has made them enter the conversation for being able to win the East.
1: Maybe before I, before we go deeper, I want to say go listen to the last win in six. They dedicated an entire episode yes. to which teams are good or not, um, and I'm about halfway through, and it's very very great stuff. But realistically, I still think the Bucks and Nets let's let's so the Nets kind of are in their own tier. I still think it would be an upset if either the Bulls or Heat beat either the Bucs or Nets. in his not, not upset, but like a surprise. Yeah. The Bucs and Nets would be favored in those series. But I know I, I just personally to me too, like not just Vegas, I would yeah, be surprised. But I'm saying
3: like the, yeah. the general consensus is that they should have the upper. End.
1: Correct. Because I mean, yeah. it's in the play. It's not always this simple and it's not like, it's not the number one determinant. Although it might be actually like, who's your best guy matters so much in the NBA playoffs. And Giannis and KD are just in a, they're a, a different class than the guys on those teams, or the rest of the conference, or the rest of the league outside of the Nuggets, who we'll see if they get healthy. They and have not, Sixers, and they have Sixers. Not, I guess they have not been a contender yet. Embiid's and, and been great. Yeah,
3: Embiid's been Embiid's been insane. Yeah. Uh, but we're not going to talk about the Sixers because they don't have a chance. They're sixth
1: in the East. No, it's it's yeah. they they're they're still haggling over Ben Simmons trade. That's still going on. If you. Not They're that gonna wait till the off season. Yeah, I, I don't think they will. Let's not do. Enough people have talked about this thing. Um, so, so yeah, the, the Giannis and, and Durant are the two guys who have looked like those kind of guys on contenders. Steph has been awful for like a month and a half or more now. Um, Booker and CP, I, I just put them on the same level as like you know Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and and I guess now DeRozan and, and Levine, great players. There's levels to this, though. And if the rest of the teams are somewhat similar, I'm going to give the advantage to the guy who has, like, the Apex superstar. And that's why I still think, for as good as the Heat and Bulls have been, the Nets and Bucks, I would expect to win a series if, you know, there's not any super extenuating circumstances.
3: Yeah, for sure. There's only – how many Apex Predators are in the league right now? Four. There's Giannis – well, that have proven that they can win, be the best player in the title team. Giannis, uh, three Durant, LeBron, Steph. Yeah. Those are the only four active players that, they, I mean, Kawhi, but he's yeah,
1: hurt. Yeah. yeah, we'll see if he, if he can come back.
3: But those are the four guys, again, Kawhi is included, but <laughs> those are the four guys that are in the league currently that have proven that they can be the best player on a championship winning team. Yes. You've got to pick one of those guys. You've got to pick one of those guys. It's hard to enter that conversation, which is what made Giannis's last season so special. Uh, yeah. But you you can't discount those guys. Those guys have to be the favorites, and so it, it can often be that simple. Do you have one of those guys? Yes, you're going to be favored in the series. Yeah. So that's but, why. But. yeah We still can't discount the Heat and the Bulls. I, I can will discount
1: say, the Bulls. Okay. The Bulls wow. are not beating the Milwaukee Bucks in a playoff series. The well, Heat, neither of the maybe, I think the Heat are so good at defending Giannis. They give themselves a shot, even if I don't think they could do it. I think that's the difference. I think they are that good at doing that. And we'll see if he's got more answers in the playoffs. In the regular season, he really has not. Like They do a tremendous job of guarding him. The Bulls, no. Nikola Vucevic, honestly, is just giving me so much 2017 Al Horford the Bucks did not care about that man at all and it did not matter it did not matter one bit he's honestly I think worse offensively than Al and I know that like this defense has been a big deal he ain't guarding Giannis and if Brook is healthy I don't even know if he's gonna be able to guard Brook so I, I'm just out on them okay you're gonna Demar Derozan at the four you want is Demar who's Demar checking on the Bucks Chris Middleton. I, you know yeah. for all Again, the like
3: the the bucks should like we we've discussed this the bucks and nets should be favored against the heat and the bulls maybe not super significantly but there should be a, they should be heavy favored
1: it should be significantly in this case okay fair that's fair. my that's my take on it is i just it's been a great season love what the bulls are doing we'll see how it holds up with all the injuries now uh one caused by a buck it, we're not going to get into it's a whole Grayson Allen thing. Don't worry about it. If you're not been around for it, just keep it pushing. We're hoping it blows over soon. But um we'll see we'll see if they can, you know, stay stay near the top of the East. I hope so. It sucks when injuries derail a season. But um I, I gotta say I've been impressed with the Heat. They've been maybe as dinged up as the Bucks, maybe more, you could argue. And still up there, which is is yeah. is very impressive. Yeah, they've been
3: very dinged up as well. Uh, Jimmy Butler's missed a ton of time. Bam just came back after missing a a, a bunch of time due to surgery. Kyle Lowry's Uh, disappeared. Kyle Lowry's been in and out. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Personal
1: reasons just gone?
3: Is it personal reasons?
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. I hope everything's
1: all right. uh, You know what? The way he's been shooting, he might be getting some deer antler spray on his elbows or something. It might be a a secret trip to, uh, to Germany going on there
3: all jokes aside hopefully all it's all is right yeah, oh yeah yeah um Ty, we got new listeners here we get we can't just like we can't just be doing the uh just doing bits we got to be serious sometimes. i i
1: don't know, I don't know <laughs> okay i do. could say i could say that with a straight face yeah.
3: <laughs> um but no that's the competition for the, the, the box so if we're just pegging the Bucks and the Nets as the title favorites out of the Eastern Conference, or just title favorites in general, I should yeah. say. Uh, There's still the looming Kyrie Irving factor for the Nets. He is not allowed to play any home games for the Brooklyn Nets or, or away in Toronto. Games, yeah, or in Toronto. Away games against the Knicks as well uh, because he is not vaccinated. So, yeah. yeah He's been doing really well on the road. He's been doing really well on the road.
1: Hey, but, uh, nobody wants to see that can't guy play. in Indiana.
3: he can't he can't play at home he cannot play at home so i think that's a big factor in the sense like if the nets maintain like a top like a higher seed than the milwaukee bucks if the bucks and nets play in a playoff series a game seven will not feature Kyrie.
1: also the raptors are looming in the play-in hunt they're ninth right now so nets nets raptors first round is still the optimal result to cheer for because Kyrie just sits out for a couple, well, probably not a couple. Or weeks. or
3: Knicks or Knicks
1: or no, yeah, I, I'm trying to be somewhat realistic here. <laughs> uh, the Knicks are having a season from hell. If if you tuned out after the last playoffs and you wondered, uh, eh, Julius Randle, not a great playoffs. What does this mean for him going forward? Turns out Bad it meant things. a lot. Bad things. <laughs> it meant a lot. Like they just basically have Greg Monroe now. <laughs> time is a flat. It's like the it's this is the other universe where he signs there in 2015. That that's what they ended up with.
3: Oh my goodness. That's a that's uh oh, poor Julius, man.
1: <laughs> show show um, me the lie, man.
3: No, you're not. You're not. That's the worst part. Yeah. But uh but Nets Nets Raptors first round would be all time great content. Yeah. All time great content. We like but that, uh man. I think I think it really does make the Nets vulnerable because we've seen at times James Harden. Is not the James Harden of the Houston Rockets. Well, maybe of the the first month of the season where he was on the Houston Rockets before getting traded. Maybe that version of James Harden. But uh, he has not been peak James Harden. He is not a one man wrecking crew anymore. He is a somewhat limited version of himself. Uh, There's a lot of speculation as to why. Is he still dealing with a nagging hamstring injury from the postseason last year? Is he just out of shape? Is he just uh, trying to coast the regular season? There's just a lot. He's bringing it like more as of late, but it's still not the fear in your heart, James Harden, that we grew to hate years
1: ago. We still do, Uh, by the way.
3: Oh yeah. hundred percent. Still all all the homies hate James Harden. Yeah. But uh, so that's another factor that makes them vulnerable. The one thing is like we mentioned earlier, they do have that apex predator and Kevin Durant who has just been outstanding. He might be. Uh, he's t- definitely top five MVP right now. Uh, yeah, it's just been uh, it's been a absolute tear of the season before he got hurt. He is currently dealing with an MCL strain that'll keep him out four to six weeks. So, which is around what three to five weeks now. It's been around a yeah. week, right? Yeah. So we'll see with that going forward. The Nets are obviously going to be very cautious with just any injury regarding Kevin Durant, but anything that could potentially be serious. So again. They're vulnerable. Ty, here's the big question. Who's the favorite out of the Bucks and Nets?
1: I think it should be the Bucs. I mean, I think the Bucs have trounced them when they played. And I think it's for a reason. The Nets have no size that can hang with the Bucks. Zero. Like, Paul Millsap, who people, oh, my God, no, Paul Millsap. They're trying to get rid of him. Like, he's not good anymore. He's not fitting in there. LaMarcus they never Aldridge, even gave
3: him a shot.
1: Well, he played 24 games. He's I just know it was
3: like wasn't it's just good. not great. Yeah, not great.
1: He can't make any shots. Lamarcus Aldridge has really helped them offensively in some games. He's not shooting threes well at all, or really even trying. Making but it's a lot Lamarcus of Aldridge right now, huh? It's Lamarcus Aldridge. What yeah, you I expect? mean, it's I, you're gonna ask him to guard Giannis, and then it's like Nick Claxton is still just Nick Claxton, like a nice switchable defender who will not shoot and is not strong enough to guard Giannis. So the switching part doesn't really matter if he's going to be on Giannis and just get, get pummeled. So I just, I don't trust their bigs. Oh, you're not even, enough. you're
3: not even, you didn't even mention Blake Griffin who was oh, an yeah. integral part of yeah. their postseason season uh, series against the Bucks. And it's like, Oh man, this guy's given the best shot at Giannis in this postseason, which he did by the he way. Did. He was great. I wanted him. And now he's, just, and now he just can't play. He can't 20,
1: play anymore. 20.8% from, for, from three for Blake Griffin. He's only been playing recently because he's been forced to
3: play. Like, the Nets have been forced to play him. He was out of the rotation in the beginning of the season. Just completely out because he's just not that guy anymore. We were going last season from, like, oh, my God, this guy can still dunk. What did he do to the Pistons to uh, uh, this guy's on the Nets still?
2: Yeah. That's that's how far it's fallen
3: off.
1: I actually forgot. So Joe Harris is shooting 46% of his threes. He will probably shoot 6.4% in the playoffs as per usual. He's also hurt. Yeah, he is hurt. Get well soon, Joe. Um, DeAndre Bembry is shooting 43% from three on 0.7 attempts per game. Not really something he does. So then you have Kessler Edwards. Who is Kessler Edwards going to play in a series? Maybe. We'll see. Uh, He's shooting a strong clip. Patty Mills, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving – Nobody else shooting above 34% from three for the Brooklyn Nets. So they don't have that many two-way players. And I just think, like, what are they ever doing about Giannis? And you can say, what are the Bucs doing about KD? I like the Bucs' options a lot better. And, like, they made the Nets give up in both games. Literally an option. Literally an option. They They have one option, which is more than, yeah, they did. With Harden and KD playing in both games, they gave up by like halftime. They were just like, yeah, no, okay, we lost.
3: It was Steve Nash put in the scrubs with 10 minutes left in the fourth
1: quarter. Yeah, it was. the the game, they had given up before that. I'll tell you what, watching KD play in those games, what did KD score in those games? Let me look it up. It felt like very little, and he didn't shoot well, but it's like he just didn't even shoot that much. He's just like, okay, I guess we're just going to get our asses kicked now. Uh it's KD, it's just so like, it's probably still high. It is still high numbers. So yeah. 29 and 32. So he's averaging 30, 30 and a half in those games. Actually, he did play better than I thought. Am I looking at the right year? Yeah. He played really well. That's actually even it's, a worse. It's time. Kevin Durant. <laughs> and here's the funny, here's the real fun numbers. He's sh- he's shooting 52%, scoring 31 and a, 30 and a half points per game in those two games. They lost his he's playing a ton, Jesus. His sixty-seven t- combined minutes in those two games, they lost them by thirty-nine points, minus nineteen in one game, minus twenty in the other game. That's actually even worse. Like he played excellently both times, and they just got crushed in his minutes. This is a problem if you're Brooklyn.
3: It is. It really Sergio is
1: a problem. Sancho, played in both of these games. You did. Like what? Jordan, Jordan Wara was doing work against him. I mean, Jordan Ward does work against a lot of teams. But Mamu like- played 15 minutes in one game, and he played only seven minutes in the early game, in the the first game of the season. Yeah, the the Bucks beat them by 23, and they beat them by only 12 the second time. They the garbage time. Brooklyn got a six point uh, advantage in the fourth quarter, but. Yeah, so I, I think Bucks. Like, I just I don't think the Nets really have answers. I I agree with you. I'm just
3: trying to I'm trying to have a discussion. No, I know. Uh, I know. I'm I know. just
1: animated. I'm fired up. Yeah. You know.
3: No, the Bucks should be favored in just in general to win the title this year. And that's yeah. and included in that is they should be favored to beat the Brooklyn Nets.
1: And well, I think that's I the those, only contradiction. Yeah, I was going to
3: say those two feed into each other though. Yeah. Like if you're favorite against the Nets, you're favored to win the title.
1: Could you see a scenario where the West wins the title this year? No. I unless don't think there's so. unless
3: there's injuries. Yeah, yeah, no.
1: yeah. But let's let's put that aside. That's not that's not fun.
3: No, hopefully not. Knock on wood.
1: Yeah. But um, uh,
3: I don't see it I don't see a way that uh the West wins the title. The two best teams in the West are the Suns and the Warriors. Uh in my opinion. Uh yeah. you could throw Utah in there, but I don't
1: I don't care about Utah. Could you throw Sorry. Memphis in there? Not yet. Maybe. Same with the Cavs.
3: Same, with the Cavs. Same Maybe. with the Cavs. they're not. They're not. They're not more I don't know Memphis if you got. I don't know if you got to that part about uh, to the win in six part yet. But
1: uh, I don't think so. I, I'll just, just say this: I think Memphis has triple the playoff pieces I trust in a series than the Cavs, and that's the difference. I also think Ja is better than anyone on the Cavs, but well, Memphis fair. is that's deep. Fair.
3: Memphis is really deep. I just, I have the early, same, I have right. the same concerns. Like they're just a young team. Yeah. Like they're a primarily young team. I don't know if you got to that part of the win in six podcast. No, yet. I haven't yet. Okay. But I won't spoil it then. Make yeah. sure you guys listen to that, by the way, it's yeah. evergreen content. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just the top two teams in the West, in my opinion, the two teams that have a shot at winning it, like the best shots of winning it are the Suns and the warriors. We saw what happened against the Suns last year. So, I think I would still favor the Bucks over the Suns. Yep. Uh and over the Warriors, again, it's the same issue. Both of these teams are small, more so the Warriors than the Suns. Yeah, definitely. Uh, way more so. Yeah. But uh the, the Warriors just who are, who's guarding KD or Giannis? It's it's Otto all Draymond Porter Jr.
1: It's all Draymond who's like trying to recover from a a disc injury now.
3: Yeah, that's a scary. Get well soon, Dre. Yeah. We said get well soon too many times in this. Conference.
1: I know it's sad. It's, that's the league right now? It's crazy. Yeah. Hopefully, just ban injuries, Adam. Come on. Is it the Suns the only team that don't have like a top three guy dealing with a serious injury right now?
3: I mean, ayton has been in and out too.
1: Yeah, but I think it's it's there's, it's a different level. That's true. I that's mean, the I mean, technic- just got like garbage. Top three guy oh top three top, top three, three yeah. guy not <laughs> dario the homie but the warriors just got clay back and he's still obviously getting his feet draymond now is out Steph, i think has some sort of a hand thing the bucks i, I guess top four the bucks haven't i think had he has lopez. a shooting thing yeah that too the bucks haven't had brooke lopez the heat have not. i thought had we we're guys. talking top three top four I, I said top four we can amend a top four we can still leave out dario sarich it turns out um I know J- uh, Jay Crowder missed some time too. Okay, again, okay. It's tough t- let's let's be real.
3: Their top four is Mikhail Bridges, come on.
1: I know, that's what I mean. Um the Nets only have Kyrie for half the game. So I don't know if So it's
3: uh it's they have a they have a two and a half.
1: Yeah, they have a top they have a big two and a half. But now KD is out and Harden has just kind of looked like like crap for. So a they, lot have, of the they
3: have a one and a half.
1: Yeah. Um the Bucs obviously have not had Lopez, and really, again, they've only had their big three for you know less than half the games. So every contender, except for Utah, and now Utah doesn't have Gobert or Mitchell right now. If you want to call them, a, if you don't want to call them a contender, that's fine. They were pretty healthy until like two weeks ago, and the Suns. Everyone has been like without guys for a lot of the season.
3: Yeah, for sure. But my point still stands. Yeah. No one in the West is guarding Katie or Giannis. Yeah. And I think it's just it's that simple. It we we literally saw that happen in the finals last year. The Suns could not contain Giannis. It led to them losing four straight
1: games. Yeah,
3: Giannis literally needed two games to be like, okay, I need to put my knee
1: back in forth. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say maybe it's less than six if Giannis is not like. Well, I mean, maybe on the ice. maybe not.
3: Actually, maybe we're not giving them enough credit. He did have forty in game
0: two.
1: Yeah, but it, he, yeah, I don't have to. T- I know you. You, I know you don't. The, sum, need to be the told sums this. were good. The sums were yeah, really good. I, well, and also, but on the other hand, it was like he still didn't look right by all of game two.
3: No game. No game two. I was actually rewatching these highlights. He was yeah. just like calling for the ball. It's like no one else is doing anything. Yeah, I just need to score, and he was doing it. So I. So maybe it's a five game series instead of six game series.
1: Yeah. Okay. Enough. Enough stunting and flexing. Let's talk about what we have to look forward to before the playoffs for the rest of the season. I think first, I don't know how you're feeling about this. Brooke Lopez is being intentionally pictured in Bucks stuff. He was in the to the last two All Accesses. We know he's working at least some sort of working out with the team. He's doing the free throw games. He's working up a sweat. Giannis said he's lifting. Now is the I love how all
3: of the report, like all of the information we get, is from
1: Giannis. Giannis and the Zapruder <laughs> films that are in like the Bucks All Access. And he was in like a tunnel fit pick. Was that the Kings game? No, that was the Yes, it was. It was know, the, Kings the Bulls game. game. It was the King's game? No, oh. it was the King's game. It was Pride Man. Okay. But he they pictured him. I don't think he was on the bench, but they pictured him walking in. Like they're showing him more. Does this mean anything? Maybe. Probably not, but maybe. Maybe
3: it's the social media
1: team trying to trying to get some good uh <laughs> Trying to get some good uh,
3: stuff out there after yeah. what they've been tweeting recently.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no Again, more- find
3: it. We're not going to talk about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but we, we don't have any concrete reports because, of course, but all, all we the last we've really heard was Zach Lowe a while ago now saying the Bucks are optimistic he could come back with some time to go in the regular season. At this point, is that before All-Star break? Eileen, no, mm, but no. it's possible. All stars
3: in like three weeks, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh like three and a half weeks. So I I'm gonna go with no I think it's possible. I think it's possible we see him play before then.
3: I think I think no, especially with the way this team plays. Like they, they handle their situations, I should say, rather, because they're an actual team that plays games. Yeah. But <laughs> uh they're gonna be extra cautious. They're not gonna put him through game reps just to have him take off for an extended period of time again. Like they're just going to wait. They're going to wait it out.
1: That's my guess. Does it work? What if it's like a like a dry run? You know, let him play a couple games, and he gets to sat down, recover a little bit, see how everything's going. Uh,
3: maybe, 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 but it is it is back. What type of back surgery? We Who don't knows? We have no. I idea mean, the Bucks know. They won't yeah. tell us. They won't yeah. Tell, yeah. tell anyone. No. <laughs> uh,
1: probably doesn't, doesn't know. Tell
3: yeah, Brooks. Like, am I having surgery? Mike Boonehals and
1: John Horst are like, just, just get under the knife. Yeah, it's like, need to know. What's, 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 what's
3: happening in my back here, man? What, listen, you're gonna be fine.
1: Brooke, <laughs> check this out. Smell this rag real quick. And he just wakes up. <laughs> there was a procedure. You, you, you don't have the clearance to know more. What
3: type of procedure was
1: it? Man? You're just just try to get better every day, Brooke. That's all we do here. We don't ask. Remember questions. that
3: target. Remember that target date you gave to Shams. That doesn't exist anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um so we don't know we hope soon he's it's good I will say you know it's very the bar is the floor it's a good sign that we're seeing him do stuff
3: yes absolutely because like we started off this podcast talking about the Bucks had to change a lot of things because of Brooke Lopez's injury so they're going to give a lot of stuff back when Brooke comes back
1: yeah and just a great player I mean the fourth best player on the team
3: yeah, this guy when Giannis went down in the Eastern Conference Finals mm. led all scorers. He dropped thirty-three points in game five of the conference finals. Like this guy, it's you think, oh man, Chris is gonna like he's gonna be the guy. No, Drew's gonna be the guy. No, it was Brooke Lopez. It was Brooke Lopez was, I miss him so much, man. I, I miss him so much. I'm just it's like, like so- you, you don't know how much you miss him until he's gone. I just
1: want him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You don't know what you've lost until you've actually lost it. Hopefully we haven't lost it for good. Um, hopefully Brooke comes back to us soon. Yeah, I'm just smiling, shaking my head, thinking about Brooke Lopez, which is uh, a pretty pretty default uh, state of being for us. But okay, we don't know about Brooke. Hopefully soon. I mean, we have almost no signs. They seem to be vaguely positive. The only other thing, besides just, again, you know, strong play, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. At least one of those guys will be all stars. Hopefully, two of those guys. But um, otherwise, you know, we're getting towards silly season. Roster changes. You know, we've seen stuff around the margins. The West Matthews move, which is going to end up being big. Uh, Boogie Cousins, Demarcus Cousins, was signed really good and then cut. Uh, now he's with the Nuggets. Finally, uh, we don't. He might be back. Who knows? We did a whole podcast on on the Boogie thing. If you us and Jordan Tresky have winning six yelling about that um so if you really want that story check that just go listen to every pod from the season if you need to catch up that'll be a quick uh 35 hour way to uh
3: yeah that's get, like a. it's like uh what the Lord, what Lord, the Lord ringer Lord. does what the ringer does it's like you could read all of the uh re- or watch all of game of thrones or you could just do binge mode like yeah I mean right now
1: yeah, we are the binge binge mode. Of, we've done binge the bucks. We're the binge oh God, mode of the no.
3: We've had a stretch where we didn't mention it.
1: I long. know. Uh, roster moves. What, what are you? What are you? What are you thinking? Prime the people. Are you expecting much more? They have an open roster spot right now. They do have an open roster spot right now. The
3: thing is, if you're going to make an upgrade to this team, it would have to be a trade, realistically. Um, because the one position of need that they have right now is at the four position. It's a, it's like a tweener forward position, basically a guy who can play the four, play backup four, or even play the three, whatever, uh, when Giannis is playing, when the Brook slash Bobby is playing, uh, hopefully Brooke and Bobby to some respect, but he'll be coming off the bench. But, uh, someone who could be the four in Giannis at the five lines, some guy like that, the Bucks are missing that guy. Currently, it's Pat Connison, uh, which is uh, – it's, it's good. It's pretty good. It's been working pretty well. Uh, you want probably another creator. I, I was talking with our friend Sam Cooper of the Timeline Body, uh, Great Phoenix Suns podcast on the Blue Wire Network, by the way, on Twitter about how the ideal uh, candidate for this position is Harrison Barnes. It's just not possible,
1: yeah. realistically. You have to give up Brooke Lopez, which is – if you expect him to come back, I think that's too tough.
3: Yeah, it is, but it's just like I don't know. That's my that's my dream really for what this trade season could be for the Bucks. Maybe maybe the Kings buy him out. Who knows what the Kings do nowadays?
1: You know, he has another season, doesn't he? When has that stop them in the past from doing <laughs> dumb stuff? Nothing has stopped them from doing dumb stuff in the past. I, I you know West has done okay at this. I know you want someone taller with more offensive punch. I just I, I want another creator. I don't know if I, I think it's more about the defender. That's like well defender like
3: obviously the defender first, because that's what I preface that. But if you yeah. can get a creator defender,
1: like ooh, Thad Young mm-hmm. or something like that.
3: Thad Young's an interesting, he also makes too much money. Same with uh,
1: that would be a buyout. I mean, it doesn't sound like there's much trade rumors with him right now.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Thaddeus Young makes 14 million yeah. uh, this season and the Harrison Barnes makes 20.2 I believe. Yeah. Uh, and he does he does have one more year left on his contract as well, but it's a, it's decreasing value though. It's 18 next year.
1: Oh, it's only $40 million from the not play basketball for the Sacramento Kings anymore. Again, the Kings will do anything. Yet. I don't think they'll do that. Um Kenrich Williams is the guy I'd like them Kenny to Kenny Hustle. With. Kenny Hustle just throw second round picks at OKC. And I I, w- I will add that I think a a backup 5 until Lopez gets back is a need but it's more of a short-term need where it it hopefully Hey Ty, sh- have
3: the Bucks had that guy before?
1: Uh yeah, they they did have one for a little while who they were dominant when he played and and now he is a Denver Nugget. Uh that's that's boogie. Jokic but- was on the Bucks? <laughs> um what was I going to say? I don't know. Uh but a backup 5 in the near term, but it's probably it's less important than I think that 4. Uh, but it depends. I mean, Dante's back now. Can you just play smaller? Maybe that's the play. I don't no. know. What are you going to put Dante at the 4? <laughs> no, no, but like, like Pat, Pat and West and just have a bunch of, of like smaller, smaller wings, wings who can switch and be disruptive. disruptive. I mean, I don't mean that's know. the plan right, right now, now. I don't I think, think it's, it's ideal. ideal. Here's a fun name. Wenyan Gabriel yeah, yeah, back, back with the, the herd after a couple of 10 days with the Nets and Clippers. Interesting. Interesting. He's more of a 4-5, or a little bit of 3 on the defensive end. The shot is a little questionable, but would love to get him as, as an option to get some of those minutes. He's looked good, he looked good with the herd.
3: He has looked good with the herd. I'm just saying, like, if they can't make a trade for, obviously for like Harrison Barnes with Thaddeus Young, or our buyout in Thaddeus Young's case, potentially. Who knows what the Spurs do? Um but uh, could you get a guy on the margins like a Wenyon Gabriel, who doesn't have a ten day right now? Like you said, he's back with the hurt. Um, just like any, any random guy, not random, obviously, but can you find someone that can be productive for you? Because those are, the really, those are really the only options. They can either make a big trade or they can sign a guy on the margins.
1: They, yeah. they literally have no other option. Or, or a trade, trade on, on the margins, margins like, like Kenny Hustle. Hustle.
3: I wouldn't even, t- yeah. Like yeah. salary
1: wise, yeah. it's on the margins.
3: Yeah, because they the, the Bucks don't really have any salary flexibility. Really, no. their only tradable contract is Dante, or contracts I should say, are Dante and Brook Lopez.
1: Yeah, like yeah, maybe Pat. Pat it, depends it depends who they bring back. back. It, would it would hurt. Like, yeah, hell.
3: I don't think they'd trade that. I don't, I don't
1: think so. I, I, think think so. I mean, like, it's if like, it's like if like, you, like, you want to go really get like, Harrison Barnes or something, maybe, but probably not. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't seem like it's going to be that, that exciting that of a trade, trade season, but this is Trader, Trader John, John Horst we're talking about. So you, so you really, really never, never know.
3: know. Yeah, you really don't know. Uh, he likes to make these trades for fours. Uh, or he, he definitely will get a four. I'm predicting that right now because he has every single season he's been the GM. Of the he got off
1: two in, in the, the offseason and both, season both haven't worked, so he kind of he has, has to.
3: Yeah. what His first year was Miritich, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, and then it was Marvin Williams then PJ Tucker and we'll see now you're just going to disrespect it's, Pau
1: Gasol <laughs> by, by not including him
3: he's not a four
1: I, I know I just, Pau, I Bucks love to,
3: legend Pau Gasol by the way
1: I love to I think he's going to retire as a Buck I love to bring up Pau's Bucks 10 year whenever possible
3: oh absolutely uh, he, we got a thank you Bucks tweet when he retired so uh, that's all that matters
1: legacy if
3: played one game got hurt <laughs> Uh, but no, they're definitely going to sign a four. There's definitely going to be some changes on this roster going forward. They still have an open spot, like we talked about in the past, or previously not. A, I mean, we've done both. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's really that's really what to look for going forward. Maybe some schematic adjustments. If Brooke comes back, see how they balance that. It's just it's just a wait and see. See what happens. And Get, and some, in wins. The Get what? some wins. Get some wins. Get some wins in the meantime. Watch Get that basketball. playoff position. Yeah, this is very it's a very fun basketball team. Yeah,
1: yeah and now, now you're coming in at like the now, now from, from here it's like a less, less of a marathon. marathon. Only thirty-three, only 33 games, between games between the Bucks and the postseason. And the post-season. This, this is this is this and actually the schedule is getting, getting more fun too. Fun Funny enough, the Bucks blew a bunch of games, games again. That's, that's been their thing like lately. Lose to bad teams. They're kind of turning it around. they beat the Kings. But But, and and then like play awesome against like like, the Nets and the Warriors and and the Grizzlies. Grizzlies. So coming coming up, I mean Wednesday Wednesday it's Cavs. Knicks suck. Nuggets Nuggets are fun. Wizards, Wizards Blazers, Blazers, Clippers, Lakers, Lakers. Lakers. Bulls, Suns, Blazers, Blazers. Pacers,
3: Sixers, Sixers, Nets, Hornets, Heat, Bulls, Suns,
1: Thunder, Hawks, Hawks, Warriors, 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 Jazz, Jazz, Kings. Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Bulls are They're chippy.
2: 4 p.m. Wizards.
1: Oh, Bulls. No, you skipped one. Bulls. Yeah, Yeah. Grizzlies again. Sixers. Sixers. Nets. Clippers. Mavs. Bulls. Why the Clippers might have? They might have Kawhi at that point. I don't don't think Kawhi Kawhi even exists anymore. Celtics. Pistons. Celtics are bad. Celtics are bad. Fun games. Fun games. games. Yeah.
3: No, they're never fun games. The Celtics games are never fun. No,
1: I mean all the games. Like, like i mean in the oh, aggregate yeah. of what's it's left mostly it's mostly fun games. games
3: yes i will give you that uh in fact uh i think do we have anything else or can i sort of segue into
1: something here? um i have one more thing okay say it. I'm, I'm it. tab- no i'm tabulating it. still
3: okay i'll say my thing then yeah, uh, say your uh, thing. if you want to watch these fun uh, yes. games with us we have partnered with playback which is a service that lets you watch in real time these games with us in a virtual room. Everyone's all synced up so you can all watch the same feed together. Our next game is actually going to be Wednesday's game against the Cavs. The way you get li- the link uh, and access to this is by getting into the Eurostep Discord. And the way you do that is, like I mentioned up top, got to leave a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. Tweet it at us. You can see it on the screen right now. Or it's at Ty Windish or at Arcadi Jr., Um, And you can just tweet us with your proof of your five-star rating on Apple or Spotify or wherever you want, or that you're subscribed to our substack, .substack gspn.substack.com, and that'll get you into the Discord, and we will put the link to our playback room in there at game time. It's a ton of fun. We've been doing these for like a few months, like two months now. They've just been so much fun to do. Uh, we just they go so quick. We're just talking have, like analyzing the game as it happens, doing our usual riffs and stuff, but it's such a fun time. And our next game, like I mentioned, is against the Cleveland Cavaliers on Wednesday, January twenty sixth. Ty, did you did you formulate your thought? I, I think, think so. so.
1: I think, think so. so. Excited, Excited about, about playback. playback. Love, love doing those rooms. Those rooms. It's, it's been, been a lot, lot of fun. So, so please. please- if you're listening, it takes like two seconds to get into the Discord, and then you can watch with us live. It's so much fun. It's a great Everyone's atmosphere. in
3: sync, and it's perfect.
1: It's, it's like a really, really We
3: bring people on stage during commercials yeah. to talk with us. Yeah. It's a great time.
1: I think they only have five back-to-backs left. I was counting. Um, it took me a really long time to figure it out. So only 10 of the remaining 33 games are back-to-backs, and two of them are in like the next couple weeks or by mid-Feb. Um, they they have, have one Feb 5 and 6 and, and, and another, another one 14 and 15. So only three back-to-backs, back-to-backs remaining after February, 15th, after February 15th, I believe, uh, which, which is good. Know, I mean, back-to-backs, back-to-backs stink. And, and again, yeah, that's so the nice part about, about the Bucks playing so many games by now is they have less than most other teams to go. go. Um, and and most, most of the time, they have, have a pretty crappy team on at least one half and sometimes two halves like Celtics Pistons. And that's, and that's the very, very end of the season. season. So by, by that, that time, time, we're really looking, looking ahead to matchups and making sure everyone's healthy and stuff. And anyway, so, so should be a fun sprint to finish the finish here over the next three, two and a half months, months or whatever it is. It
3: is going to be a great time, and uh, like like we said, it's going to be a fun time with us here at the Eurostep Podcast Network. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up, time. Let's get yeah it yeah no, no that's good, good. okay, but um yeah. Uh, I zoned out for like ten seconds there, on accident. <laughs> like my brain just—I don't know what happened. Uh, <laughs> you can join us here at the Eurostep Podcast Network. We're going to be covering all things Milwaukee Bucks, Eurostep Podcast, Win in Six Podcast. It's all on one feed. Uh, Adam and Jordan tend to be the more uh, what's the what's the word um, wise? Not, yeah, that's a good word. It's, it's like, like uh, <laughs> it's like sage. It's sage. More sage. Yes. Yeah. 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 We 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 do more of like a they're they're big instant picture. Yeah, we do more instant stuff. They do more big picture stuff. It's a good dichotomy. We like do a bunch uh, of uh, it's,
1: it's, like, when Jim, it's, it's like, like when Jim, it's like when Jim and Michael were co-managers, co-managers on The Office.
3: They're yes. big picture. We're, we're day to day. We're, we're Jim, Jim Halpert. They're Halpert. They're Michael Scott. Scott. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I think that's the best compliment we can ever give us. To oh, or us.
1: Let's, let's not do, do a whole office thing. thing. We're in the outro. Let's, let's just let's power just, through before we get distracted here.
3: Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening to this episode. If you're new, make sure you subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Make sure you leave that five star rating. Uh, make sure you subscribed to the YouTube Eurostat podcast network on YouTube to the substack gspn.substack.com. We do buck stock market posts after every single game so you can get a quick recap and see how players are doing. Plus we do other fun written stuff and video stuff on the YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to both of those all free. Uh, so make sure like, there's no, there's no harm. Just do it. It's good. It's content. Yeah. We're giving it, you. content. it. Yeah, it does help us too. Please do. Uh, but yeah, we take the content we're giving you. Uh, hopefully you enjoy uh, pod random and we will talk to you next time.
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why, what do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in.